This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Welcome, everybody, to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. This is the post-2002 CrossFit Games edition, and we're just going to sit and chat a little bit about our experience at the Games, things we saw, things we heard. Um, how's everybody feeling a couple days back? I'm getting there. It's taking a while. <laughs> she's getting there and, and she's going. Charlie, I like your throwback uh, vintage 2021 Games Clyde Still shirt. Can we get a good look at that? That was a brilliant sign there. Very cool. It was. I wonder who did that. It was really yeah. nice. No, it was good. <laughs> Love it. Cat, you went straight today. I went curly. Um, correction. Oh. I haven't changed my hair since I left Madison. So I didn't went anything. It's just the same that it's been. You went dirty hair today. Since Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, and it's. Thursday. Yes. I can do that. Get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah. straight for a while now. I, I wore a shirt like two days in a row too. I think Monday, the shirt I flew in was the shirt I wore all day on Tuesday. That's good. So that's happening. We're all good. How's our fitness guys? Getting fit. Getting, Getting fit. fit. Yeah. Getting fit. Working out. I have not worked out today yet. I'm I have not today. either. But I'm today going is to my, get... is my official zone two day. Yeah. Oh, hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Um, zone two is really hard to stay in. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah. Like, boring. I decided to do it on my run yesterday, and I was like, uh, I feel like, and I know what the purpose of zone two is. It's supposed to feel that way. But I was like, this is very slow. But it was also a very enjoyable. <laughs> Did you listen to a podcast? Always. Murder Mystery? Yeah, one of ours. Yep. It was definitely Murder Mystery. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's awesome when you get to ride with Amy for seven and a half, eight hours. And like every car with a bag on the top, that's mm -hmm. a dead body. Yeah. Of course. Um, it probably is. If it's a certain type of car, well, that that's always the one that's used in a murder. Yep. <laughs> you have to have your head um, on a swivel. You look at ditches. I mean, you got to know. You know who ends up in ditches. Bitches. Snitches. <laughs> <laughs> bitches who um, be snitching. Bitches let's, and snitches. Let's talk about how bitches get shit done. Yeah. Because bitches did was, be getting shit done. That was the, the theme of uh our week at the CrossFit Games, I think. A big yeah. theme. No offense, Scott, but your girls your girls were working hard. Yeah, tell you got slap happy. That was oh, yeah. one part of the day. I forget what event it was. Was it the last day? <laughs> it was It was more than just an event, and it was more than just a little bit of time. Like, I'm trying to talk about important schedule events, and you're like, oh, should we straighten our hair? Should we curl our hair? Are we going pants or shorts today? Um, bubble uh, braids. Are we going sleeveless? Are we going... Bubble braids. Can you fix my bubble braids, please? Yeah. 
Those were important yeah. topics that had to be discussed. They were, they were very interesting. Needed Charlie so bad. Wasn't a lot so of tea bad. running through there. Yeah, testosterone. No. Yeah. yeah we were definitely low T um, <laughs> last week at the games. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. So, so do we uh, want the fun stories first, or do we want to get into the actual games? Let's let's do the fun stories. Yeah, I feel like everyone's heard about the games. Yeah, <laughs> eight thousand times. So I want to start with one morning, the three of us decided we were going down for breakfast. Had a lovely breakfast in the hotel buffet area. Hopped on the elevator, went back up to our room. <laughs> we get off the elevator, and we're like. When did they install vending machines in, in the, the time we were down at breakfast? I was like, I swear those weren't there last night. Thought and I was like, Cat was super I was excited. Like, oh, I can get a water. <laughs> oh, they have Advil. Get Advil. <laughs> Go over to the door. Now, hit, the hit the card. Yeah, we were on like the end of the, we were like around the corner from the, from the elevator all the way at the end of the hall. So there was never any like counting rooms and figuring out which room it was. It was like, you turn left, go to the end of the hallway. That was our room. So go ahead. We get there. So I hit the card. Privacy thing is on. Yeah. Yeah. Go to hit the card, hit the handle. Nothing, nothing. Shaking it a little bit. And all of a sudden, Cat goes, uh, our room no, number me. doesn't start with a three. <laughs> oh, that was Amy. That was wrong. Our room number doesn't start with a three. <laughs> so yes, we were trying to break into someone else's room. That and had a do not disturb oblivious. sign, and I was even thinking, "Oh, when did we put a do not disturb sign on there?" <laughs> I was laughing, wheezing, and crying. Like it, that was so so funny. It, it really was so funny. And then I did it again, like a day later. I texted you guys. I'm like, ah, and I'm on the third floor again. <laughs> so I got out of the elevator and I saw the vending machines, and I'm like, aha! Fool me once, I knew where I was. Unreal. That was really funny. It was really funny. Good times. And then we could talk about the laundromat. Talk about okay. murder scene. Okay. So before we went there, we last year we were able to do laundry on site. And so, you know, this was a different hotel, which was in great uh, location and all that. But I called and they didn't have laundry service. And, you know, listen, I we can pack for like two or three weeks, which I had about six outfits I didn't even wear. But did I still need to do laundry while I was there? Yes. Okay. So I had researched a couple of spots and there was this one spot and it was like laundry and loads and something like that. So Kat decides she's going to go take the laundry and I am going to send her the address. And I said, oh, I found one that's closer. I'll just send you both addresses. Yep. Talk murder scene. It... Yeah, so I just I just picked the first one that you sent me. I didn't I didn't know there was like a really nice one and a really shitty one, and Nor probably you didn't either, right? So I just took the first one you sent me. I get in the car. Of course, I take like eight wrong turns. Finally, get there because you know how when you you know how when you start out like in a driveway of a business and the navigation system doesn't quite know where you are and it just kind of shows you a picture to go like on a road. And I knew I was on the road, and I'm like, I got a 50-50 shot of like getting this right. Either turn right or turn left. I turn left. And does the whole like recalculating because I couldn't tell which direction I was supposed to be in. I go all the way around Robin Hood's barn, finally get in there. Uh, and yeah, it was it was super shady. Like I was afraid to leave my clothes there. Um, 
but we did. But what you but did. we did. And I, you know, I used the, <laughs> I used the change machine for the first time since like the eighties. Um, it, it gave me like arcade vibes, and because uh, I'm sure the other place probably took like credit cards and stuff. Put my lo- put my load of laundry in. Got came back to the room. Um, and then I required Amy to escort me back the next time we went because I was scared. And so then I go to pick it up after we worked out. That was the day we worked out and tried our yes. double unders. So we had three visits to the laundromat. Once to put the clothes in the washer, once to put them over into the dryer, and then the third time was to go pick them up out of the dryer. And and I was like, listen, I'm not folding them there. I'm throwing them in the back and getting out of Dodge. <laughs> They were all, all the people that were there too, who were like the regulars, I'm sure had words about me. Like, look at this bitch, what is she doing here? Cause yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know which one, you know, like, was there a bigger washer machine? We had like a big load. I didn't want to like put it in a tiny machine and not get it clean and didn't know where to put the soap. I just kind of threw the pot in. Cause you know, there's rules to some of that stuff. And yeah, yeah. I was the nerdy one, like reading the directions on the machine, <laughs> step by step. This is what I do. Elise knows what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like my hotel last year was a laundromat, <laughs> just with rooms. Oh, yeah. You did stay at a sketch place last year. I, I upgraded this year, and I was, I was happy about that. Yeah. But they had a great breakfast spread of four-day-old eggs and... Oh, last year? My, my, my yeah. hotel? Yeah. Yeah. It was sketchy. This place, too, though, our hotel this time, there were definitely some locals like friends of employees who were coming and eating the breakfast. Yeah. I did. We notice. saw some, some, some characters for sure. But so speaking of, speaking of characters. Yeah. Amy and I went to dinner one night, yeah. uh, just the two of us. Uh, yes, we went to a local know. pub and uh, we sat at the bar cause that's, we didn't have to wait if we sat at the bar. So we ordered our food, really delicious food. Uh, highly recommend the great. restaurant. Beer was really good, fresh on tap, um, really good stuff. Um, and then a friend that we didn't know as a friend sat down across like kind of kind of corner yeah. from us. Very talkative. And very talkative, having a really good time. And then all of a sudden, she went 100% hit on my friend Amy <laughs> with everything, both barrels. Started with, oh my gosh, are you sure you're not a competitor? You're really buff. You are jacked. You are so ripped. You want to you want to arm wrestle? I was like, uh, this is getting weird. This is getting weird. And then she's like, hey, you guys should stay at my place. We were like, mm. I mean, no, seriously, you guys should come back next year and stay at my place. I mean, I have a shower. <laughs> you can do laundry. And I even was talk about my husband. I would bring up my husband and she was ruthless. She didn't care. It was like in one ear, out the other. Arm wrestle. That's what I'm saying. I think arm wrestle is key for something else there, Elise. Well, the worst part was oh, yeah. the, the girl asked where we were staying. And I was ready to say a complete different name of a hotel. But before I could get that out, my friend Amy says the exact location where we're at and the street it is on. I'm sorry. Would you and this girl um, Googles it in about 30 seconds. <laughs> so that is true. And I should have been that. I was not using my murder radar. Right. Number one, I'd had 
had a drink. Number two, I was just like, what? I didn't even realize what was happening at the, t at the time. I know that sounds crazy when I go retell this story, but at the time I just thought, oh, this is just a local wondering where we're staying. And I, it, yeah, it just kept snowballing from there. So then she was like, how about I just buy you guys a drink, one more drink? And I, we, I was like, no, we need to leave. And she's like, just come on one more drink. I'll buy you both a drink. So I was like, all right, fine. Luckily that never happened because the bartender probably saw that this was a crazy girl and never came over. But all of a sudden I was like, okay, now we're getting real weird. And I just go, cat oh, needs us to pick us up. We got to go. <laughs> so we, that cat was my out. I was like, we, uh, we have to go pick up our friend. She needs out of here. So I did sleep with scissors under my pillow that night. Yeah. <laughs> just in case uh, our friend, we'll call her Dana, shows up. <laughs> That's her real name, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you can't say that. You're not supposed to say that. How does oh, anybody else know? Great. Well, now they do. <laughs> well, based on Amy's reaction. <laughs> like, we'll I know. I couldn't see. I'm not good at this. I'm not used to getting hit on. Guys, I've been married 22 years. I've been with the same person 26. <laughs> Me getting hit on is not something I'm used to. That's great. Yeah. Mm. Dana. Yeah. And the last, the last little fun thing I wanted to talk about, well, two, well, two, I guess, is the storm. So oh, yeah. the night before Alpaca, <laughs> the big event that was supposed to have rope climbs and all the fun stuff in it, it was pouring lightning uh, in Madison. First thing, um, the Sevon podcast asked my friend Kat to film the storm, which she did. But she has to realize that her mic is live while she's doing this. We got to learn. We got to learn media stuff now that we're a media company. <laughs> um, but your mic is live when you when you do that. So yes, thank you. Uh, my friends like to watch storms apparently because we left everything wide open so we could see the lightning, hear the thunder, all of that stuff um, all night, and then. My two friends fell asleep or had earbuds in. And then I got a second show after the, the storm where the people next door to us um, were having a lot of fun and it reached a climax when they let me know that it was a good time in the room next door. I just said at least somebody was getting laid on the trip. So, yeah, right. Yeah, true. That is funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a fun night. And then the final thing I had was slap happy day. Okay. Our friend cat likes to do comparison photos side by <laughs> sides. And we will, we will not reveal these because they are not for okay, public good. consumption. No, they're not. Kind. They're not for public consumption, but she would tickle herself so much okay, that, that she would laugh. Appropriate continuously <laughs> for at least a minute and tears would be streaming down her face over her own joke. Here's an example yep. of what that might be. This was not what it was, but an example might be taking a, a photo of Ed Sheeran and then next to Pat Belner. Like that would be Correct. like, yeah, that kind of idea. Yeah. Like, Look alike. This athlete reminder. Yes. Doppelganger photos. Mm -hmm. And they're not always complimentary. That is correct. But spot on, but spot on. Am I right? Mm 
spot on. So let's sure. go back to the weather for a second, because I would like to review that also last year there was like tornado sirens and danger. This is why I will not stay down in at the campground. campgrounds because of the weather situation. And the, and the lack of air yeah. conditioning. Yes. And the lack of Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I mean, it seems fun. You know, you see well-produced videos of people playing wiffle ball in the back and it looks like a jolly old time, but when push comes to shove, like I want a comfy bed and climate control, running water, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Then when so, we came back after, this is another hotel story. When we came back after the final ceremony, the games are over, we walk into our hotel lobby and I turn around and look at Kat and I go, is that Yonikoski right there? And Yona, which I know we did a live show, but in case there's new listeners here, had a, literally had a 12 pack like right by his feet. And was just sitting in the lobby with a 12 pack. And then he tried to join our show live, but said he had been celebrating too much and was unable to. Talk. Yeah, yeah I think his exact delegate words were, was I'm too drunk to talk. Okay, that's yeah, what he, he said. said I'm too drunk to talk on camera. Yeah. And the whole Finnish delegate went until about two in the morning that night. Yeah. yeah. In the was, I'm wondering if the audio porn you heard, maybe it was some athletes there. Oh, maybe. I think I saw the couple, though, that was next to us, and they just looked like a, a regular couple. Okay. Assuming they were the same people that stayed there all the time. Scott just goes, is this like the um, Olympic Village where all the athletes <laughs> just get it on? Probably. Probably. So, um, yeah. Any Good other time. fun stories? Oh, how much yeah. do we like... We could talk about Lazar yeah. Dukic asking if we were his coach, essentially. That's one of my that's one of my highlight moments. Okay, I'll let you do it then. Are we are there. we there yet or no? So we're we're gonna do highlight moments, favorite moments from the games. Um, we kind of agreed that none of us would talk about the Capitol because that has been done to death um and is an obvious choice, but we wanted to talk about our favorite moments other than that. So I will turn it over to Kat to go ahead and talk about hers first. Okay, so I have two, right? Um, one was getting stopped and asked for a picture by Cadillac Dave. That was really cool, <laughs> being sort of recognized. And hey, can I get your picture? And I know like there are other people in the space that probably get pictures constantly, and that's all they do is take selfies with people. But you know, we're a little low key, um, and our fans are a little more mature. So uh, that was fun. But um, it had to be what what Amy mentioned. So in the event. Um, with the double under, triple under, crossover things. Um, skill medley. Yeah, skill medley. We were sitting right by where the athletes came out. And we would, you know, like say hello to the athletes that, you know, we've interviewed or who recognize us or know us. And uh, Lazar, you know, is just like one of our favorites. Like, I think we were the first people to have him on, um, on a podcast last year when he was coming to the games. And he was, well, Amy, you tell the story about him warming up and then I'll tell the story about Oh, what do you ask us? Yeah, so we're right there. And so there's like the railing right by us. And and Lazar just comes over and he starts doing pull-ups, like before he goes out to do the pegboard. And and I was like, okay, does he have nervous energy or what's he doing? He's like, ah, don't want to get the golfer's elbow. And so he starts <laughs> doing more of these pull-ups. He was warming up. I guess he had been in the corral for too, for too long. 
because I think the women went first, right? And then the guys and everyone was just kind of hanging out back there by the seats. But uh, yeah, he was so cute. So they go through the first round. He makes it through the second round. He comes off the floor after the second round and he comes up to me and he goes, did I make it? Did I make it to the next seat? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I didn't have a scoreboard in front of me. I like thought he was maybe he thought I was his coach for a second, but it was super, super funny. And Amy and I were just kind of looking at each other like, did that just happen? Did, did Lazar just ask us, you know, for where his placement was? I had no idea. That would be one of my highlights. Like I was asked, somebody at the gym asked me what one of my highlights were. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still consuming and siphoning yeah. through all the content. But um, I said that it was neat being in that that spot right there because you actually got to see the athletes interact with each other, which isn't yeah. what's filmed and shown um, on TV and just kind of hearing them kind of, you know, like bantering in, in a positive way with each other or like being stressed about how they did. Like I remember when Tim Paulson got no repped on his handstand walk and he came back and was pretty ticked about it and, you know, mentioning it yeah. to the other athletes. And then, Tudor Magda when he came off of that was like crying and really upset and other athletes consoling him. And so just seeing that kind of behind the scenes stuff was, was a highlight for me. Yeah. It's, and that's exactly what it is. It's like that you have a little bit of like behind the scenes access. Yeah. Um, which is definitely exciting. I, my third favorite moment was just, and I took a picture of it, the guys during the uh, sandbag event when they're off to the side watching um, and they were playing music and I think Noah was dancing and a couple other people were sort of dancing to the music. It's just cool to see them sort of down, you know, in their downtime and what they do. It's it's interesting to see, and this is like the sociological brain going like, hmm, why is that person sitting next to that person? And, you know, like who, who sort of groups together and lumps together and who doesn't and who, you know, what, what their moods are. Some people are real chatty off to the sides and some other people are just really quiet. Maybe they're pissed off, but... I just like it's you feel like a fly on the wall kind of to be able to watch them. That was my yeah, I have, I have three three highlights as well. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna grab a drink real quick, so I'll be right oh, back. You want to go? Or no, go ahead. You go first. I would say another one was the press conference. Um, the surprise press conference, the one that we did not know was happening at five and thought was at seven. And then when Kat and I were in there, that one was a little bit more nerve wracking because I wasn't prepared for that. But I don't have a problem speaking in front of people because clearly all my jobs are public speaking. But when I'm not necessarily prepared for it, um, but I would say the opportunity to be able to um, to be at the press conference was awesome. And oh, I'll say another. I, I want to follow up on yeah. that real quick. Sure. If you have not seen on IG, which a lot of you have, they are getting super engagement. Um, I will be clipping our segments from the press conferences throughout the weekend um, because we did, we were very active participants in the press conference. So I'm putting those out piece by piece throughout the weekend. And you can kind of get a sense of what happens at the press conference. I think that is where this team shined. And I want to highlight Amy and Kat and what they did. Um, and thank you so much for all the engagement on those on Instagram. They are blowing up. Um, so I'll just keep doing that throughout the weekend. I have two more highlights. Okay, I'm sorry, but there was, these are the little things that I think people don't get to see, which I think are cool. The other one is um, and just from taking photos at the events. And I'm sure there were other athletes, but this is the one athlete I'm gonna highlight. I saw Spencer Pancheck before every event walk intentionally walk over to his judge smile and shake their hand 
and then get ready at the start line. And, uh, um, you know, I know that about the Panchex, but just like seeing Spencer doing that every time just was exciting. Um, and then my last highlight would be right before the final event and right before the corral comes out, you know, you see how they get nervous and they're kind of doing this. And I was so excited for Ricky. And I just, being right there, I just said, Ricky, let's go. And he literally looked me in the eyes and just goes like that. And I was like, yes, yes. So that was cool. Yeah, it's funny because, and then I, I don't know who typed it in, but. Elise asks, who are the most outgoing, talkative people? Oh. I would say Ricky Garrard was the most improved public speaker yeah. of the bunch. Um, and I don't know if it's that because he made it back to the games, all the nerves are gone, which is actually going to be our next press conference release clip uh, where Amy asked that question of Ricky. Um, but he was um, he was awesome all weekend and awesome with the fans. He must have stood and taken pictures for a half an hour, 45 minutes yeah uh after the final day so that that would be my answer to that all the athletes were pretty open um and the other person i would say is danny spiegel came a long way this weekend from my original perceptions with her at other events i agree um she was very engaging with the the crowd and the and the audience um and very bubbly over everything i think she really and she's not known for being quiet. Like it's not that she we thought she'd be quiet. It was a different air about her this weekend than in other places I've seen her. It's it's yeah, hard she to was more humble, I would say. Yeah, she was less stressed too. I remember the first time I encountered her in person was in Mac in twenty nineteen. And she was a little bit of a hot mess. I mean, and I don't know if it was because of the people that she was surrounding herself with or or whatever, but she was not she didn't seem relaxed she didn't seem very open she didn't seem very friendly um and and that was the first time that a lot of judges had experienced her um and she sort of fell out of favor with a lot of folks after that event and then i saw her at granite games and she was on a team with alex and whoever else she was on and she was a completely different person and not many people got to see that side of her so i sort of started turning my opinion of her, you know, changing my opinion of her after Granite Games and then hadn't really interacted with her at all until this year. Um, but I, I do think she's sort of a product of who she's around and it must she must have some really good people in her life right now and she just must be in a good spot. Um, and I think she's probably back training with Alex a little bit too. And I just think, I, you know what I mean? Like when you're with good people, it sort of rubs off on you and she's just seems like she's in a good place, um, in a much better place than she was at Mac in 2019. And you are correct, Elise. This is the first time she's made it through. And she actually talked about that in the press conference that she's never had that highlight moment with the big lift under the lights at the Coliseum until this year because she's never made it that far. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go through my couple highlights real quick. Uh, my first one is getting to film Cat working out at the affiliate. Um, one, it was funny because Cat was dying. Two, they did an awesome job showing what you can do in a small temporary space to put up an an affiliate gym uh, there at the CrossFit Games. Um, And the coaching was amazing. Um, And Kat was hilarious. And we made a full YouTube video of that. So if you haven't seen it, make sure to go check that out. 
Uh, my second one was Roman and his son. Like, how could you not shed a tear getting to see that man hold that little tiny baby up on the podium at the end of the games? Uh, that was awesome for me. And finally, being in the pit for the sandbag lift was like it was so loud in the Coliseum. My chest was thumping uh, being down on the floor. So it just it felt so cool to be there and know what those athletes were experiencing um, and and the drive that had to give them to inch that sandbag ever so close to their shoulder, uh, hoping to hold on uh, for the end. But yeah, yeah I was, those are my three quick. And the Coliseum, that event too, I was really nervous for Brooke Wells. Like that had to have been nerve wracking for her to, after last year, you know, suffering that horrific injury in the Coliseum. Um, for her to go back there that night and have another strength event and do pretty well um, at it was just, I, you know, like as a mom, that was, you know, I was sort of like with Lisa that night, just thinking like, oh gosh, this has got to be great for her. So I was excited. As a, cool mom, as a as mom, a as a coach, I was just about to add that podcaster. Yes. As a, as a friend, as a, media, a member of the media, yes. as a human, as a human, yeah. as a girl, as an athlete, Carly, I want to hear what yours are. I wasn't there, so I, I, I but you still have them. What were your highlights from watching the games? I mean, they're all. I, I would say Nick Matthew being able to show what he can do, winning not only a gymnastics event but being damn near top of that strength event was pretty cool. To see, um, we got to yeah, ask I mean, him a question too in the press conference, right? Yep, that'll be out. That'll be my next one. Yep. Um, okay. Keep going, Charlie. I was just adding color. Oh, no, that was it. That's good stuff. So I want to get, we, we kind of talked about this briefly riding around Madison and is the winners that, that weren't necessarily the podium finishers. So who are your winners? And I actually have a couple losers. I, uh, and, and they're not, they're not like major, we're not going to cause controversy or anything, but uh, winners and losers from the games. And I'll turn it over to you guys. And um, you were right, Jason. Yeah. The same person should not have won the two events Nick won. Yeah. yeah. Even if one was a tie. <laughs> to the hundredth of a second. But I think that's one of those people that, that um, Nick is one of the people we talked about, right? Was that he was the winner that we thought, you know, I mean, of course he got rookie of the, the games, but the fact that he wasn't supposed to be there and then really proved himself that he was supposed to be there was, was phenomenal. Um, I, I see Jeff Adler. I mean, we talked before about, was he this one hit wonder, you know, we know he's got top end strength, but does, you know, does he have it all? And, and he finished fifth. I mean, um, with the, with the uh, whole team of 40, this time so yeah you know. and 15th to fifth from last year to this year right any others amy uh surpriser i would yeah we just talked about that uh Fikowski. and, and oh, that's, that's your loser no. yeah in oh. a, a surprising manner of i still love him i still think he's a fan favorite um 
but I just feel like he didn't have a sense of urgency with him on at the beginning. And, you know, sometimes he's so methodical instead of necessarily just, just do the work, less thinking, you know, um, I guess I was just kind of surprised with where he ended up this week. Do you have any winners, losers, Kat? Uh, I have a ton. I don't <laughs> want to take all of them, but um, let's talk about some, some young Choi. Oh, dang it, Charlie. Huge, huge, you know, okay. improvement over last year. I think she moved like 11 places or something like that. It was amazing. And beyond um, 11 places, because that that's one of mine too. Yeah. Um, and I've been, I've been pounding the, the table about Sung Young Choi. She should have been rookie of the year. Or most improved. Last most year, improved. last year, or most improved. That's it. Yeah. Most improved. Last year, she was finishing dead last and not competitive. Not right. competitive. This year, she made the cut and finished 26th and was competitive in a lot of events. Yep. I don't understand how Roman wins most improved when he wasn't there last year. Yeah. There was nothing to improve. I would agree. Murph agrees too. Um, who else? Um, Jacqueline Dahlstrom. Hello. How on earth did she keep up with Danny Spiegel? in that sandbag event where she's lifting 18,000 times her own body weight. Um, so impressive. All weekend impressive. Like, just, she was amazing. What'd he say? He improved. All right, who's who's producing? Can we get one person to produce, please? Just one. <laughs> Thank you. Amy, okay. you're producing. No one else. On paper, the same person. I'm gonna, oh, improved on his visa. Yeah, that's his improvement. Um, so I just think, I think Jacqueline got the, got the attention of a lot of people. A lot of people were starting to talk about her and, you know, and we've, like I said, we've had our eye on her for, you know, over a year now too. She's been one of our, our favorites. Um, Rebecca Fuselay. I mean, hello. She's probably gained 8,000 more followers on Instagram and she's right back to doing her memes again. Like so cute, like not sort of reveling in the fact that, you know, she's this games athlete now, but just going back to what she was doing. I got to go do baby butters tomorrow. So yeah, baby butters for butterfly mm -hmm. pull-ups. Um, I've got more, but um, Scott, I'll let you do a couple more. And if you don't hit any of mine, yeah, I'll bring you're, you're crossing off my whole list. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I have a long list. <laughs> go ahead. So I, I would say my first one is the fans. The fans were winners. Uh, it was an exciting event to watch. It was exciting to be there. I think the program highlight the programming highlighted the athletes and showed how superhuman they are to do these crazy things. And last night, if you were watching Savon, they listed all the new events and they just kept going and going and going. New movements we've never seen didn't phase a lot of these athletes, and they showed how superhuman right. they are. Let's review, not just superhuman, let's just say human, because let's review how on single unders, we had a lot of people tripping up and having to challenge that. So human. Human and superhuman. Okay. <laughs> so, um, number two, crop tops. They've been crop in Crop tops for a winner. For the boys. For boys. Yes. They are going to be the thing. You, I guarantee you Born Primitive is working right now on a new line of male crop tops to, to go, go with, with those. Uh, yeah, the, the jorts. I kind of feel like Ezekiel Elliott should have a little bit of money in that. <sighs> we don't give any credit to Ohio State. <laughs> Thank you. I think, um, Dan, 
think Dan uh, Bailey should get some credit for that for his. That's the A-frame. That's a completely different story. <laughs> it's still close. The fact that you know that, Scott. I asked Dan if he's going to come on the podcast. You know, I saw him on the sidelines on one of the events, and he had to, like, look at my shirt and think for a second, and then go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to do that. He's never coming on. Yeah. Um, the next thing was hydration. Hydration was a winner. Uh, because Yeti... Last year in the survey, I said we needed more Yeti stations. There were way more Yeti stations. It was awesome that they were there, and you could get you could fill your water bottle in a second and a half. That stuff shoots oh out God. of there. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, and when you're mixing it with iced tea, it gets all foamy and bubbly, and then you waste half your iced tea. So I was not happy about how fast they were going, but yeah, it was good. Uh, good I think time. Ariel, Ariel was a big winner. To yeah. go toe-to-toe with Tia Toomey and have this huge smile on your face the whole time you are killing her uh, was huge for her. And I think that that's – she's no longer a one-hit wonder. She is here to stay. Yeah. Get used to her. And I think that's going to be huge. Yeah, super, super exciting for her. And then um, I, Danny Spiegel, just to echo what we already said. Yeah, she's a winner in my book too. Uh, Ellie Turner. She had an amazing finish. And I feel like, I think maybe more eyes are on her now because there's this, like, we have this rumor going around that she and uh, Justin Medeiros are like a couple, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I do know he was watching very closely when she was competing. And uh, sometimes you don't always do that with just a training partner. So I'm starting it, starting the rumor now that the Making two of them are a couple. That, that rumor yeah. was flying at yeah. Madison. You, so. you, you started that in the, uh, the car among this group. Yes. I mean, and I, and I'm just putting it out there now not saying that it's not oh, yeah. out there, but oh, yeah. um, we're going public with our thoughts on that. Um, I think I'll say Emma Lawson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was my next. Yeah. She's, she's next also dating an athlete. Um, but yeah, Emma, Jack, Fa uh, Jack Farlow is her, is her bow. Um, she did great. And we've had Jack on here twice. We just need to get Emma on here. Have we never had once. Emma on? We have not. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll have them on together. Um, she was great. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can tell she's 17. You know, the press conference was a little rough for her. I don't know if you guys remember the press conference with Mal last year. And she could, like, somebody asked her if she was superstitious. And she didn't know what the definition of superstitious was and couldn't answer the question. And then someone had to help her out with, they just sort of translated for her. But Emma did a little better than that this year. Um, but you can tell she's just not not used to being on camera. Um, but and a very mature winner, Ariel. Ariel really helped her out at the press conference. Yes, yes. She's a mom. That's what moms do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like I said, I mentioned Brooke Wells. I think Brooke Wells had a great weekend coming up with that fifth place finish that everybody sort of expected her to do last year. Um, was amazing. The fact that she's come back from that surgery and is fine and, you know, is not taking PEDs to do it, it, it is crazy to me. Very impressive. And then losers or, you know, surprises. Um, I hate to say it, but Haley Adams, I'm worried. I'm worried about my girl. I think I think she might have adrenal fatigue. I think she might just be overtraining. No one can really tell her what to do. She's not, she doesn't seem to be listening to her coaches. Now there's all those rumors that she's going to go to HWPO. I don't think that's going to happen. I would really like to see Rich take a year off and just coach her. 
um, and be her coach and let her get coached because I don't think she gets a lot of one-on-one -on -one right now where she is. And I'm just saying that as an assumption because I really have no idea. Um, but I'd like to see her do better, but I'm just, I'm sort of, she's becoming like my Sarah Sigmund's daughter person where she's got all this promise and just kind of doesn't quite, you know, get there. And I mean, I know she was at the games with the five people and all that, but I just, I don't know. I feel like she, she'd be doing better than she is. I, I actually had her in my notes for kind of the end, if we had time today to yeah. get to it. Um, well, there we go. Yeah. And that um, was that this Haley rumor to HWPO. Okay. And that she's not coachable. Jason says, um, seems to be floating around. She looks stronger, though. She does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, her relative strength is, but she still, I think physically she just looks out of place still. I don't, I don't know what, what to say about it. She's just so slender. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But you know, like Jacqueline looks just as slender. Emma McQueen. But do you see the, yeah. It's this tiny thing. Yeah, but I guess no one's putting that pressure. No one's saying that Jacqueline should be top five or that Emma Quaid should be top five or that, you know, Haley could podium and those, like, no one's saying that about those other people. There's just, maybe there's just too much hype around her. I don't who, know. And I think she's so private. I couldn't hear that, Charlie. What was that? Who would she have beaten the top five, though? I don't know. But I'm just saying, going into the games, everyone was, you know, had her. I think in their top five and it's the whole reason why I lost my bet with uh, Travis is because I just don't think I don't, I didn't see it. So I had a couple losers. We'll move on from this and maybe talk about if we have a couple minutes. Let's, to end. let's re reframe that. Let's, let's say surprises. Well, the, these are not people. These are, so it's just loser. Oh, you'll see <laughs> losers. losers, English pronunciation was a loser so many athletes got their names announced incorrectly at the games it was so frustrating yeah and so frustrating and every athlete when they check in says their name into a microphone and it gets recorded and it sounds like the broadcast team gets it but the mcs don't get it because the broadcast team was saying rebecca fusillet but everybody on the field was saying fusilier or Fusilier, you know, trying to make it French, but not really. And she was not the only one that was mispronounced Correct. on the floor. Correct. But like floor um, people need to talk to broadcasting people and they all need to listen to those pronunciations and, and take the time to learn them. Take the time to learn them. I just think it's disrespectful. Yeah. Our, another hurt. loser was dry t-shirts. It was so freaking hot that week. <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> You were sweating nonstop from the minute you got there, unless you could find some air conditioning. Which another rogue, loser? Rogue tent is the place to go. Rogue tent was our happy place. Yes, yeah. or the Coliseum. Noble tent. Yeah. No, uh, noble tent is not. Not air. It's only cool like the first hour of the day. Mm -hmm. Then after that, not so much. Too many people. The next loser was our bellies. <laughs> you have to figure out when you're working media how to get food and we did not do that well until the end of the weekend yeah that uh, grubhub was was killer that was except killer. we run every, we got we close our uh exercise we we running out to get to get our grubhub 
And the final loser is is actually a group of people, and it's and it's sad for me to say, is the old guard. There is definitely a changing of the guard happening in CrossFit, and that group. And you 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 kind of mentioned Fikowski earlier, Amy, but Travis Mayer, Pat Vellner falling down the leaderboard, oh. all of that those people that we have been rooting for for years. It just seems like the kids are coming and, and we've kind of said, like, if you're, if you're one of those athletes and you're not finishing in the top 10, it may be time to uh, head the team because there are so many up and coming kids coming. It's going to be tough to keep up. And in a lot of professional sports, 30 is that magic number, right? When you hit 30, it's, it's tough to keep up with what's going on that's in american football that is in baseball that is but then you've got your tom brady's which listen this is the thing i talk about when i and i brought this up about noah olsen too when i bring up i want why doesn't tom brady just retire and my scott will say well when you can make the amount of money that he does and have the sponsorship, why wouldn't you just keep going to make the money? So why wouldn't somebody like Noah Olson or Brent Fikowski, if he still can get paid doing this, why wouldn't they continue? Yeah, and I didn't even consider that, Amy. When we were having our conversation about how I have this handful of people that need to just stop competing, I was not considering that at all. And you make an excellent point. It's probably one of the primary reasons why these athletes are hanging on a little bit longer than maybe we would like them to. Um, from, a, you know, as a fan of the sport, but they're clogging up the works, you know, like I want to get more right. of these younger yeah. athletes up and, and have opportunities for them. But you also got to think, they also think they can still compete when you're Do they? that hot. Yes. But if they're still making it though, why wouldn't they? Yeah. But I mean, what is competing? Like, I guess if, if outside the top 10 is okay for them yeah. mentally, then like, I guess it's still fun. <laughs> But like, if you're looking you at you gotta Noah love Olsen. what you're doing. It's a lot yeah. of work to train. I know Olsen did like what? What did he do in the semis? Was he second, first, third, somewhere around there? Third, fourth. But like, in one of the better semis. So and, you're not and I wouldn't. Fan. I don't even think Noah's the best example. Okay, I'm talking like Cole Sager, Travis Mayer, okay. those group, that group that's really falling down the leaderboard. Okay, but like here's here's another example. Sam Briggs, if she would have made it this year, right? That she, she was she's forty. So to be able to say like what she made it, how many other years before that? To be able to say, listen, I'm forty and I can still compete with these seventeen year olds and all that. Like I think and I think Sam Briggs, if she would have made it through just to be there, you know, and she wouldn't have cared where she landed. Yeah, here's being, my argument. It would have been like you. Josh Bridges. What, Scott? Sam Briggs still was winning events when she was making the games. She still was relevant in the conversation, being competitive. Where did we see Cole Sager's name being said? Where did we say Travis Mayer? And this hurts my heart. Like Travis Mayer is my favorite CrossFit athlete. Yeah. But where during the weekend were those guys mentioned as? competitive even in an event but they're still the top 30 in the world right so 
why would I stop doing that if I'm I, I've earned my way here? I'm not telling school. them they have to stop. I'm telling them that we that they they are losing ground to the kids coming up. Sure, and but why did they lose? And, okay, I didn't say they had to quit or retire. I, I just did. said that 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 group was were that was in my loser section, the old guard, the people that I've been rooting for for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. We're losing them. They are they're falling down the leaderboard and the new wave is overtaking that. That's all I was saying. But, I didn't say they had to quit. No, but I like what Elise says here too. Sometimes some of them just genuinely just enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see what Todd says here. We need a season full of the field and not a reason finding a field we get to see for a weekend. Yeah, that he, would be great. Just, I don't yeah. think that we tried that one year. It was crazy. And the sanctionals year. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was fun. If, if it could be done, I would love that, but it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, it's true. Right. It's hard. They're hard to get. They're not getting camera time because if they're not in the lead, no one's talking about them. Travis was winning the Capitol at one point in time. I thought, he was in the front on the run and heat one. No? Oh, heat one. No, the capital was more than was just one heat, wasn't it? No, two heats. Well, that becomes the issue. Oh, right? you're right. The top, the bottom 20, and then the top 20. Yeah. The broadcast focuses too much on people instead of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I don't know but anything he- about broadcasting to like criticize that or not. I don't like what's his name? Uh, Rafi posted something on his Instagram account, Mike Rafi. He's like the executive director of the games. And he showed a little snippet of what they do back in the truck. And it is like complete chaos. Like he's telling people to go to this camera. He's got like 18 cameras in front of him. People are talking in his ear in like three different places. And he's telling the camera where to go, where to go. I cannot fathom the amount of pressure and attention it takes to do that. And I agreed. I think they need to solve for that somehow, but it's the just, fact yeah. that they even get anything out is amazing to me. It's just mind blowing. But in the argument that we're making, we didn't have the broadcast. We could make the broadcast whatever we wanted. We were sitting there yep. and I am telling you some of those people, I never even looked at during the weekend because they weren't relevant to the story. Yeah. Jason, CF I, Media made a video about it today. Some solutions that could work and make it better for both online and in person. Check out CF Media. Jason. So, Tom, I agree with you. I would love a point system um, that works mm-hmm. in golf and tennis and all of those things. Um, but I, it's it, that would be a massive change to a season and I think it would take more than one year to get there. Yeah. So. Well, so that's that. Um, July 31st, 2023. First day of the 2023 Noble CrossFit Games. We already have our hotels booked. And Charlie's coming. Charlie's coming. Yep. Tell your, tell your wife now. So she can. I do. I do want to make a couple housekeeping announcements oh, uh, yes, as we please. finish up. This our uh, staff one, meeting. No, no. One, we took an oath on the way back from Madison. 
uh, that we are going to be one fit team come CrossFit Games 2023. And so you can follow our journey as we are holding all accountable to our own personal goals. There's no like overall goal for everyone. It is each person set their goals and we're holding each other accountable to that. So make sure you follow us with that because as in the off season, I'm sure that's going to be some of our content. In addition, we have dropped two of our names. <laughs> we are go we are going to be Clydesdale Media now. That is how we are going to be known. Um, and then depending on what we're doing, it will say podcast under that or roundtable or news or whatever else we dive into. Uh, bye bye rig report. Bye bye Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. It is now Clydesdale Media, like you saw on the thumbnail for YouTube on this Clydesdale Media podcast. Or no, roundtable. Sorry. Clyde's telling me you're roundtable. <laughs> so. Yeah. That, Make a move. That moves. will be who we are going forward. Talk about um, the new guard and the old guard. It's getting real serious. When you said old guard is slipping, I didn't realize you meant athletes. So just going to say that. And I want to I wanna finish up with, I think we were a big winner this week. Oh, yeah. Um and that's why I want to keep bringing you press conference stuff because we were the only entity that was at all four press conferences um, yes, at the CrossFit person, Games. That we know. In person. Yeah, yeah in, in person. person. Mm -hmm. um, and great questions were asked and we were complimented throughout the weekend on all of that. And I think we are making headway. We have made relationships and people want to back what we're doing. And we're really excited about what may be coming in the, this off season as we kind of move forward into next year. So please follow with us along on that journey and you'll see some new stuff. Um, but just look for Clydesdale media. That is what it will be called. One, Cause that one, is kind of now what we're known as. One, one other lesson that um, I'm going to take with me next year is I'm going to bring security with me. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll take. Are we taking applications? We should get that out there. Uh, I've I've already got some people that uh, are are well more than qualified that can uh, take this on. Just in case I have any more uncomfortable encounters at bars with awesome with with aggressive the, the last yeah. And in, the last and in thing case, I say is. Go let ahead, me go. let me add this before the last thing. So in case you guys were worried, I am not competing this weekend. I you got are? someone I got someone to fill in for me. I I tested two of the workouts yesterday and looking at the four workouts and thinking to myself, I'm going to do four workouts in one day when I haven't done four workouts in a month in the last 6 months. Um I didn't want to hurt myself, so I'm going to coach them. Colleen is still going, my friend Kelsey's filling in for me and it's going to be a good time and I'm probably going to have super FOMO when I'm there, but stay tuned. There's another one coming up in November that I think I'm going to do. So, and we are That's hoping that. next year to compete as the Clydesdale Media Team, not at the games, <laughs> no. but maybe at a local competition somewhere. Maybe yeah, be adaptive <laughs> as a group. Um, and then my last thing is um, something that a lot I've been getting a couple DMs about, and one of them has been Elise, is they have joined us late in our journey to what we are today and want to know how we got started with all this stuff. And we really haven't talked about that since, since episode 100 and we've put mm -hmm. out like 450 some episodes now. 
So, so next week, I think part of our show will be the origin, story, origin story of Clydesdale Media so that our new listeners know how we got started, how we pivoted several times, and what how that got us to where we are today. So next week, never, tune in for that. What You will never hear that first episode. Yeah. No, first episode is gone, and you'll hear why next week on our origin <laughs> story. <laughs> so with that, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you guys are awesome as always. Thanks for the engagement. And we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.